Hey, everybody. It's Christmas Eve. I hope you guys are having a good evening with your families. This is Heidi St. John, and today we're going to spend the next couple of minutes reflecting on what matters most. My husband, Jay, is joining me. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I'm glad you guys are here. I hope you have all had an opportunity. You heard me talk to Heather yesterday about watching uh, The Grinch, how The Grinch uh, saved Christmas, stole Christmas, whatever it was that he did. And I was like, dude, that is, I said, that's like Biden. And she, we got off the phone and she was like, no, really, it's Fauci. Like he's The Grinch. And I thought that's so funny. Anyway, we've had a lot of fun at the expense of Father Fauci and the uh, the high priest of the Branch Covidians and The Grinch in the last couple of days. And uh, I hope you guys are taking some time just to pause and reflect on why we take, why we have Christmas and what's most important. Jay and I just returned from spending a few days at uh, Turning Point USA's America Fest. And that was, that was amazing. And we heard some really great speeches and one of my favorite, uh, actually there were two, I had two, I think really probably a top five, but my two top favorite speakers had to have been Dennis Prager and Tucker Carlson, who really spent their time talking about what matters most. And so I asked my husband, I'm like, you know what, you should come on the show with me, which he typically, I ask him, he doesn't like to do it because he's doing so many other things. But I actually finagled him into the studio with me today. We're going to talk about Christmas. Hey, baby. Hey, good to be here. You, you're on, you've got a mic in front of you. I do. So for like ever and ever, like most people don't know the whole first 20 years of our life, you had the microphone in front of you. Yeah, that's true. It's true. And so it's kind of like, and, and you you were always trying to coax me, Heidi, come sing a duet with me. Heidi, come do this. Because you sound great when you sing with me. <laughs> it's, up for, it's up for debate. We sang together a couple nights ago at a little You're right, fundraiser. Did. That's right. At Galliotti's. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was fun. That was fun. You did great. You did great. No. Oh, thanks. I just don't like to sing. I, I'm like, give me a ba- like a backup to sing with me and then I'm okay. I just, we didn't have a chance to even prepare or rehearse for that either. We were so busy. We kept saying we were going to do it and then we just never had time. So we get there and we're like, what are we going to do? I know. I feel like our life's kind of on fire right now. No, it absolutely is. Yeah. Like run for Congress and your life will be on fire. It's it's kind of a true story. It's You're not lying. <laughs> So you were with me. We took our actually two of our our daughters with us to America Fest, and I mean that was that was a uh, what, what would you what you call it like sensory overload? Yeah, I was expecting it to be more like you know maybe a higher energy conference. homeschool conference. Yeah. We do a lot of homeschool conferences. Probably the biggest one we do is in Florida, and I thought mm-hmm. it'd be kind of like that. You know, a lot of energy, a lot of people and the Florida all excited. Conference is amazing. Yeah, it's incredible, and there's a lot of energy, and you see a lot of people, you know, famous people and such, and you know, you have a blast there. Everyone's all fired up. I was expecting that. This was on another level. This was like a <laughs> continual rock concert. It was like all the lights and sound and fireworks, pyro- fireworks pyrotechnics, and yeah. um, uh, confetti falling from the ceiling, and yeah, yeah, it was. And lights flashing everywhere. It was mm-hmm. quite overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, for old folks like us, like we get back to our room at night and we're like, you know, with the girls, how was it? And everyone's like, good night. What time is it? 830. <laughs> St. <laughs> John's are, are out. Are out. We're going. We're going down for the count. Hey, we made we made good use of the time, though. You got a lot of interviews while you were there. Met a lot of people. Yeah. Had, got a good, good connections. And, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. We had a great interview with uh, Real America's Voice. 
yeah. and with Epoch Times or Epic. I don't even know how you say it. Everyone says it differently. I, I know, should have asked know, them while I know, you should have asked there. them because I was listening trying to see how they say it. I thought they said Epic, but uh-huh. but you're right. It looks like Epoch, so I, I, don't, know, I have I no don't idea. Know. Yeah, I'm like, yes, I, I don't know. But I love that publication, as you do. Uh, their whole big thing is truth and tradition, which is sorely missing in the culture right now. And what I thought was so awesome about, and actually Rob McCoy and uh, Senator Bob McEwen and, uh, and Rick, Rick Green, their whole big thing was truth. Like we have to get back to truth as an, as a nation. We have to value truth and want to, to promote truth. And I felt like uh, their emphasis on family and what was really important. Like Tucker Carlson was like, dude, he was, he's actually funny. Yeah, he uh, was. He's like part comedian. Well, he said he doesn't do live presentations. He said it's very rare for him to speaking somewhere. Yeah. So he so that was interesting, and you could kind of see that because he kind of was trying to find his footing as he started. But boy, when he got going, but I thought he was great. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a couple great. things I was like, great. You know, he's telling everybody to move from wherever you are to someplace more conservative. I'm like, well, then we're you know we're just giving up all this land and our homes and our families, our communities and everything because the left is winning. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of that part, but the rest of it, I was. I mean, I, he like for example, he said, you know, this is a spiritual thing going on. He goes, I know that because you know people don't normally. Um, say they're going to, you know, light their house on fire, come on over and watch. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, you're not wrong. Like, we're literally watching Portlanders burn their city down and they're all patting themselves in the back. Come yeah. look what we're doing. Yeah. We're doing a good thing. Yeah, I got the I got the highest flame on the block. That's right. So, yeah, it was when he said that, I was like, that's exactly right. That's proof that this is a spiritual battle rather than just a ideological one. Yeah. And it and I think a lot of people this year in particular, we're gone on two years of the stupid lockdowns now and the mask mandates. And you rightly pointed out we went to a, we had dinner the other night at the what they call the arrogant butcher. Yeah. <laughs> Which really we went there with um with some dear friends for the Arizona conference years ago, right? I'm pretty sure. And so we were we remembered the restaurant and we went there and lo and behold, uh people are not under a mask mandate there. And so we, while we saw people in masks, it's not this oppressive, uh, discouraging environment that we are really living under here in the Pacific Northwest and many states really that have um, tyrannical governors, really. That's right. I mean, that's what that's really you can separate it. I heard Lady say it's not political. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. It's so political now. Uh, but. The point that they kept making over and over again was in the midst of all this, people are, are discouraged. Yeah. And a lot of people now this time of year, uh, we, we're you know two years into this thing and a lot of people have lost their job, people that we know. Well, we like you mentioned, we go to the same place many years. We've done the conference there in mm-hmm. Phoenix, homeschool mm-hmm. conference. Boy, winter so we, time though, way better than July. I know, exactly. Mm. Uh, so it was much nicer this time. But we go to a lot of those restaurants in those areas. We walk around when we're there getting coffee and such. I mean- so many of those places were closed. Yeah. Like the Arrogant Butcher was one of the very few businesses that was even open. Yeah, that's true. Most of those places, even the Italian restaurant next door was shut down. And there was a whole lot of, uh, like that mall we walked through, it yeah. was a ghost town. It I mean, I, the ice cream place was open and it was like three places in the whole mall. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now, I mean, yeah. And I, I mean, I believe that's, uh, you know, evidence of Joe Biden's new America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Right. Build back better. Build back better. <laughs> well, you know, this coming to us from the people who have never built anything in their lives. Exactly. Like, they're good at, at tearing things down. And I think one of the things that was so exciting about being at Amfest was just to see the young people, because really that's where Turning Point is focused on, to see young people coming out and saying America's worth fighting for. 
and our founding, we have it's, we actually should be proud of it. We should That's be right. proud of the founding of our nation. We shouldn't be ashamed and embarrassed about it or trying to change our history or any of those things. And that was encouraging. But the older guys that were there, and by older I mean Tucker Carlson, I'm pretty sure he's our age, uh, and Dennis Prager was obviously a little bit older than we are. The guys that have been around for a while, they're like, at the end of the day, you guys, this stuff, like while it matters, the most important thing is that you nurture the relationships of the people that are closest to you. And Tucker had pointed out, you know, so many people think, oh, how many likes can I get on Facebook? How many followers on Instagram? You know, can I be treated like a rock star at a at a convention? At the end of the day, that is very unsatisfying. And it seems to me that uh, the nation needs to be reminded of that right now. So you and I have been, how many Christmases is this for us? Not 33, enough. Three, not enough. <laughs> That's always, He's going to keep saying that. He's, whenever he can't remember, he says, not enough. One of them, I can't remember if it was, I was, trying to, was it Tucker or was it Prager that was saying, you know, you know, society has forgotten the value of family. Yeah. Like he was saying, you know, we, you know, really our kids, like we're, we're made, we're designed, nature has made us to have offspring. Like mm-hmm. that's what we're supposed to do. And it's good. And it's good. He said yeah. he was like the, you know, the natural world, you know, the dogs and the cats and everybody, they're all propagating because they, you know, they're just doing what they're made to do. And right. we're trying to stop that. Mm-hmm. It's like we're devaluing and afraid of it. And he was like, look, you know, what, what richer thing than passing on your legacy and your heritage onto your children. Mm-hmm. And yet we've missed that. So, yeah, I think it might've been Tucker. Cause I know he was talking to cause they'd moved out to Montana or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just talking about, you know, his own children, how quickly they're growing up. And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I did think it was funny though. He said how important it was to defend, you know, the people that are closest to you, the people in your family, those family relationships are so important. He's like, you know, if someone tells me your brother's in, what do you say? Your brother's been arrested for I know, like I didn't agree with that. some I was, sort of a crime. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to back up my brother. And I was like, well, there might be a point. I know exactly. <laughs> and, and I was sitting here thinking, I don't know about that. Well, because I was sitting here thinking, well, you know, even I think for he was you, trying to be funny. I think he was because I'm thinking if your brother is breaking the like that law and doing these terrible things, it's not good for him either to be going around continuing to do that. No. So you, I mean, that's, you know, we, and you could go to prison yourself as an accessory. I mean, you never yeah. know, <laughs> you never know, but I, I wanted to take just a few minutes because obviously it's Christmas Eve. Tomorrow's Christmas. Um, we're supposed to get snow. Did you see that? I did see that. I have a hard time believing it, but I would love it if we did, but we did get we, snow. One I know year, that's true. That was ago. a really, that was a wonderful Christmas too. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a wonderful Christmas. And Savannah called this morning and said, mom, have you looked at the, if you looked at the forecast, it's going to get, you know, we're supposed to get snow. And, uh, but the, but the truth is, I mean, obviously we'd love to have snow, but what we're really looking forward to is just hanging out with our kids. That's right. And, and investing in it. I think there's a lot of people listening to this right now who who are saying, I didn't spend a lot of money on gifts this year because we didn't have it. You know, like you and I kind of been bemoaning the fact that we have not had hardly any time. Like here, you know, (laughs) we're like last minute gift shopping this year and last minute everything and everything's sort of been scaled down. But still the thing that matters most is what we're going to end up doing, which is being together. Well, I really like the gifts. I was, we were, you and I were talking about this the other day, the gifts that are, you know, intentionally made for mm-hmm. other people and yeah, such. Yeah, the personalized But thing. the problem is like you, we were pointing out, when are we going to do it? Because right. I had, I had some plans that written down some ideas or some things I wanted to do. And I'm like, I have no idea when I would do this because <laughs> we're racing all over the country doing all the things we're doing. Yeah. Which and is, all over which the is, district. It, you know, which is fine. I mean, obviously this is a season we're in. 
we're fighting for our, for mm-hmm. our district, we're fighting for our state, we're fighting for our country, mm-hmm. and we feel like this is a wartime appointment that we have got to step up and do extreme things to be able to to uh, hold what the gifts that God's blessed us with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it comes at a bit of a cost, and that is um, to some of the extra time that we would have to do other things. Yeah. But our family is our priority and in, in our relationship with God, our relationship with each other, and our relationship with our kids. And absolutely, I mean, all of us, our kids and us, we're all looking forward to being together at Christmas. And so, you know, Biden's you know exhortation to not meet with those who are <laughs> no, unvaccinated. No. I'm like, I'm sorry, you just crossed the line. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but... You know, Jay's not Jay's not a guy to like, you know... Make any mean gestures toward anyone. <laughs> I'm a but, nice guy, but that's but crossing the, thought, the line. But the thought sure crosses your mind. Like, oh my goodness, who does this guy? Who does this guy think he is? And I guess you know, a lot of you know, a lot of people who listen to this podcast have been following our journey for the last year. We and we sat down with our kids and we said, if I, if we do this run for Congress, our life is going to be on fire. You know, for the next two years. And so, the kids have actually handled it really well. I think given given the schedule and given the pressure and given the you know the attacks in the media and all the things that have come at our family in the last almost a year it's been well, almost and we've a year. involved them with a lot of it too because they've been willing to do it. I mean, I, I even you know taking the two with us to to uh, Phoenix was great. I mean, they were very involved and it was it's. I want our kids to see where we are as a country. Mm-hmm. One to recognize you know what we've been blessed with and defend it. And two, be able to navigate and discern what is right and wrong when things are being tossed around. Because I'm, it's been hard. I mean, this mm-hmm. that's one of the things I when the mask thing came out early on, I was like, wow, this is so such a subversive, you know, clever thing of the it's enemy so to clever. use yeah. because you don't want them to get sick, do you? Yeah. Well, then you should wear a mask so you don't let them have your germs. Right. Well, forget all the the evidence that shows that masks don't actually stop viruses. Right. But the idea, you know, how do you how do you combat that? Like, of course, I I care about other people. Of course, I love them. Of course, I don't want them to die. So, yeah, those are the kind of things that I want my kids to think, be able to think through and discern, because I do believe, you know, this is going to keep getting worse. I don't Mm -hmm. I don't think this is the end of this. I mean, Mm -hmm. these the enemy is just going to get trickier and trickier because he's he's going to build on the lies and the deceit that he's already brought. Mm-hmm. It's true. And I'm not saying that the virus is not real. We all know right. it's a real virus, but it, how we handle that is, yeah. has been so foolish compared to how we dealt with other viruses and other things. Mm-hmm. Well, there's just, there's just no comparison. And I have to wonder, you know, the more we hear, you know, every time Biden opens his mouth, it's so obvious that, you know, the elevator didn't go all the way to the top floor. Right. So something's not right. And when he was doing that debate with president Trump, in 2020, and he said there's going to be a dark winter. Remember that his oh, whole I know. thing was for the dark winter, and you got to wonder who, what conversations is that guy sitting in on? Yeah, who is sitting around him talking about the dark winter and death to Americans well, even who are the not one vaccinated? Just, the, the one he just did from yeah. White House. <laughs> what like, in the world? Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Except for you unvaccinated people, I hope you all die. <laughs> I know what in the what in the actual world is going on, and we just we have an opportunity right now. Uh, to do, I think, two things. One is give people hope so they don't give up. You know, I mean, you and I, we battle this every day because just just my running for Congress is exhausting. And every once in a while you listen to the news or, you know, you encounter somebody at an event and you just look at yourself, scratch your head and go, what are we even doing this for? But we know why we're doing it. You just articulated it so well. It's just we love the country. It's worth fighting for. And freedom is worth defending. And then the other the other reason that we do it 
uh, is to inspire a generation of people to get off the bench and get onto the battlefield. So 2022 is going to be a big year. It's a, uh, you know, you and I, we talked about having a, uh, a small like New Year's Eve party. And I want, I said, I want to call it the, um, kick 2021 to the curb party. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Goodbye. We'll never speak of it again, you know, and look, looking forward really to 2022 with hope to say, Hey, if everybody who's listening, uh, to this podcast, everybody who's watching people of integrity and really a lot of them are Christians engaging. If people would engage and we would come back to the Lord and come back to what's most important, you know, it's our faith, it's our family, it's the defense of freedom. Americans who are free have been the most generous people on the face of the earth. And we're about to, we're at the jumping off place and we see it everywhere we go. How much do you like flying now? Oh, I hate flying. I constantly am telling Heidi, I don't want to do this again. Can we drive next time? But then we don't have time to drive because we have other things we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's and then miserable. we have to put up with the hate mail because people see me in a mask on a plane and then they're yeah. like, I can't believe you put the mask on your face. You don't believe in the mask. And I think I said to one lady, you know, say that you don't fly for a living without saying that you don't fly for a living. That's right. <laughs> That's what you just that's what you just did. And you know what? There there will be a line in the sand whereby you and I will not fly anymore. Right. And that line would be the vaccine. Yeah. Uh I don't like the mask, but it hasn't made me put anything in my body. I just have a visceral angry reaction to it because it's so stupid. But it's it's allowing us right now to get from point A to point B. So if anyone is listening to this, you guys have access to an airplane. <laughs> that's right. We would not say no to that. That's uh, right. But right now that's that's what it is. But tonight the kids are coming over and we're going to have, you know, clam chowder and we're going to do our one present that we open on Christmas Eve and sit down in our Christmas jammies and probably watch a movie and pop popcorn and and hang out. And it's going to be maybe hopefully sing. it'll be fa- hopefully the snow will be falling. That's right. That'd be awesome. It would be so awesome. Yeah, we, usually, like, we usually sing, too. Yeah, that's true. The St. John's are singers. We like to sing. We like to like sing. Like to play instruments and sing. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Part of that too. True. Yeah. So that'll be good. And it's fun as the kids are growing and our family is being added to uh, every single year. So that's fun. But if you had some encouragement, I know that you spend, especially when we're out on the road, you know, guys will come up to you and say, how can I, how can I do better at this dad thing? Or you got a little experience now in the dad department over 30 years that you've been shepherding uh, our children and setting a good example. And I thought it was so cool. Um, We were talking to Skylar on the phone the other day. I don't know if you heard him say this. But we were talking, Skylar and I, and I'm pretty sure I had him on speaker and just sitting there kibitzing about I don't know what. And we got to talking about you. And and he said, you know, well, of course, dad would say that. You know, dad's, dad's the guy that has the most experience of parenting. He's he set us the best example for what a man should do inside of marriage, which I thought was oh. so which I thought was so cool, yeah, you know, coming from coming from your son who's, you know, been married now for a couple of years. But what do you say to them to the guys who are listening about how they can make memories with their families on Christmas that will actually strengthen the bond because it really doesn't have much to do with presents at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think the biggest thing I think that I've, you know, been ruminating on or realizing at my old age. You're not old. <laughs> <laughs> You're in your 50s, babe. Come back to you in your 80 and say uh, that you're old. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> that was for Steve Lambert, who's always telling us he's old. <laughs> no, I look at my kids now, especially, you know, we have adult kids now married, have, they have kids and such. And um, 
I cannot believe the joy it is to have these adult kids. Mm-hmm. And I mean, granted, you know, I they're walking with God, they're impacting the community and, you know, doing things for the kingdom of God. It's like, that's, it's just, I can't, I can't believe it. It's like the value in that, you know, supersedes any amount of money. You couldn't, you can't, and you literally can't buy that. Like, mm-hmm. like I often say this, you know, Bill Gates can't buy a, an adult godly kid. You know, he's got to, you got to start out in the beginning and raise them and buy good do all the hard either. can't buy good marriage either. No, you got to work at it. And that's kind of my point is that, you know, if you can get your perspective to be, to recognize the value in what you have, then it will help you to, you know, to do things that will help, you know, help those relationships and those things be better. So I don't know that it's so much the thing you do with your kids. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of good ideas. You know, you read to them, you can do crafts with them, you can, you know, watch movies with them. I mean, you can do, there's just all kinds of things. It's mm-hmm. not so much the thing you do, it's just that you do something. Mm-hmm. And that as you're doing it, you're doing it with the recognition of the value of what you have. Because as you're doing it from that position, you'll care about doing it. Because we all know when our minds are on fixing the car or, you know, whatever your mind is on, um, you know, the kids, we all, you know, whoever you're with realizes you're not all there. Mm-hmm. So, but if you, but if you're going and no, this is what I value. This is what I want to do and be, then you're present and you have, you know, you invest and you have fun and everyone, you know, it enriches the relationships. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as a family, I just think, you know, just enjoy what you have because it is a gift from God. And there's a whole lot of people that don't have what you have. Yeah. There's a whole lot of people that would wish they could have what you have. A whole lot of people that, like I said earlier, that are wealthy, that have chosen, you know, careers and not kids or whatever. They're like, how do I get that? Well, they, those years may be gone and you're, you're in the middle of it. Now, of course, you may be the person that <laughs> you may be the person that didn't invest in those things. And if you did, well, I mean, you know, it is, it's never too late to stop and go, you know what, God? I, I give you my life. I thank you for the blessings you've given me. And I'm I'm willing to, you know, follow you and let you bless however you want to bless as we follow you. Because there is a blessing in following God mm-hmm. at whatever age and whatever place you are. So do it now. You know, don't wait. Don't, you know, don't, don't say, oh, I've come too far. You know, right. I can't do that. Well, that's those the are, devil. That's ridiculous. That's just, those are lies from the enemy. Because there's, there's richness all around you that, mm-hmm. that if you will just, you know, Enjoy what God's blessed you with and thank him for it and then invest in those things. You will find the rich blessings as well. Well, and it was like what you and I were talking about the other day because we both of our dads are passed away now. And your dad did not miss an opportunity to tell you that he loved you. And I, I'm never going to get that chance again. And I think telling parents, listen, if... If you love your kid, even if they annoy you, like, can we just be honest? We're, we're all annoying. I am an annoying <laughs> person. You know, we all have idiosyncrasies. Life is not perfect. But um, especially for the dads, I think children need to hear from their dad how much he loves them. You know, and like I, one of the things I love about you, Jay, is you're always telling our daughters how beautiful they are. And you can just see they, they sit up a little taller. They carry themselves with more confidence. Uh, it matters. And I, I guess I would say to the moms, here's my best piece of advice for the moms. Um, this isn't very spiritual. Lower your expectations. <laughs> Low, lower your Christmas Eve and Christmas Day expectations. Like like, like to the floor. Like lower them all the way to the floor. Because it's it never ever, I mean, whenever it turns out and it's idyllic, it's always, it always surprises us, right? I mean, it always... Um, it always just sends us 
into this like, wow, we can't believe that just happened because it hardly ever happens. You know, if the snow falls like it did on, you know, It's a Wonderful Life or but the reality is the scene from It's a Wonderful Life where uh, the guy comes home from work and the, you know, the kids banging on the piano and the kids are screaming and yelling and running through the, you know, running through the, the house. That's reality. But if we can have a moment where we just can acknowledge that even when life is busy and loud, it's still good. Absolutely. That's you what know? I'm saying. Like there's even, I mean, how many times, I mean, when you, we couldn't have any more kids. I remember just thinking, oh my word, those, that season's over. And then I missed it even more. Then I realized it was a, it was a valuable, wonderful thing. And, yeah. and so I guess in that season, I realized I don't want to miss out on other things in my life mm-hmm. that are going to end or could change because even the kids running around the house, you know, stomping on the floor, whatever they do, mm-hmm. it's like those days are going to change. You're going to grow up and never do it again. You're going to look back and go, oh, remember when they used to do this? Well, and how many nights now do we have that you and I come home and either, you know, we've got the kids. Sometimes the kids are visiting their older siblings. Yeah, true. And it's just me and you. And we're like, this is really weird. Actually, it was- actually kind of like those times. But <laughs> Jay's like, this is, this is really, this is really weird. This is nice. Hey, it's quiet. This is fantastic. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's just, it's, there's a blessing even that enjoy it. I know you're oftentimes you might want to be irritated or frustrated or whatever, but there's, there's blessings in the children, blessings in the family that, you know, that are, that are from God. Yeah. Just enjoy them. Don't miss them. And trying, try to just enjoy your children. And if you can enjoy the activity that you planned and that turns out great, then fantastic. And if it doesn't, Turn the Christmas music up, and I'm telling you guys, we'll be talking about the thing that's not so funny now will be funny years from now. But what we don't want to do is say things to our children in a moment of frustration that ruins the day or whatever it is. I wish people would always tell me, just lower your expectations, Heidi. Just lower them, lower them, lower them, and just enjoy your kids. I think I would have had more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Jay's like, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. I can't think of any train wreck. I don't think we had any train wreck Christmases, just... There is some, for me, I guess, a lots of preparation that would go into something. And then I didn't feel like the kids appreciated it or I felt like, you know, hey, yeah. I want to get everybody up early. And the teenagers like, oh, I'm going to, you know, the only morning that you can almost always count on them wanting to get up is Christmas morning. That's right. And so we make the most of it in our family. We're having, you know, we we have the best breakfast on Christmas morning. Uh, we really do. Christmas morning is a is a beautiful, precious time. And I hope that everyone who's listening to this you know, takes advantage of the fact that you're with your families. You don't know that's right. what Christmas next year is going to be like. And life is precious and time is precious. And don't miss the opportunity to teach about what Christmas is about. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I know that's a duh, but just, you know, spend some time just making sure everyone understands, ask questions, you know, why are we doing this? You know, and just get some dialogue happening so that everyone understands and remembers. uh, A family with adult children reenact the Christmas story. It was so funny because they used to do it when they were kids. And so the mom and dad were like, all right, I realize that the youngest is now 18 and the oldest is 37. But we're going to go ahead and reenact the Christmas story again. (laughs) So funny. It was so funny. And I I just and they remember that stuff. Right. Because Christmas isn't about our gift exchanges. It's about Jesus. That's right. And keeping our focus on him. And uh that's what that's why we're doing it in the first place. Well, Jay, it's always fun to have you uh, on the on the other end of the desk on the microphone. Thanks for coming. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was here. I had nothing else going on. So 
right. It's true. And uh, we're looking forward to what 2022 is going to hold. We're so thankful. You and I have been very, very blessed by podcast listeners uh, this year who have supported not only uh, the run for Congress, but also the podcast and the nonprofit organization, which is Family Planet Family. Yes, thank you very much. And we hope that you have an awesome Christmas and a new year. And we know God has good things for us. It may be different things than we're used to. Mm-hmm. At least that's what we've had these last two years. Yeah. But God is still on the throne. God is still returning. I believe it's soon. Be encouraged. Don't you know? Don't miss out on the mm-hmm. on the good things that God's doing, even in the midst of the struggles and difficulties. So yeah. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. I remember what we said last week? Kids spell love. T I M E. Have a great Christmas, everybody. Hope you guys enjoy it. And I will see you back here on Monday at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.